0: It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances.
1: What's good, everybody? Welcome to the 11th Jordan Porter Podcast. Where is time going? It is Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. The Bills are coming off a big dub in Chicago in the freezing temperatures. We'll get into a little bit of that. I feel like a lot has happened over the last week. I made the Pro Bowl. Oh my goodness. 10 years in, finally got voted in for the Pro Bowl. It's crazy, surreal. You know, I worked hard, man. worked hard for uh, everything I've gotten, really. So it's finally cool to be recognized as as a Pro Bowl player, even though last year I was an All-Pro. Now instead of uh, All-Pro Poe, they can call me uh, Pro Bowl Poe. No, I'm just kidding. Get that Super Bowl, call me Super Bowl Poe too. Come on now. Bill's on a hot streak. Just got to keep going. Coming coming back from Chicago. What a crazy, crazy weekend. We leave Chicago. Or we leave for Chicago on uh on Thursday because of the weather. has started snowing, so much snow. I'm 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 just tired of seeing the snow. Every day you see the snow. Um, but it is what it is. We left Thursday, got to Chicago Thursday night, um, had a little walkthrough Friday at this little bubble indoor soccer facility. It's a crazy weekend, yo. So everything that went down over the weekend it was just it was kind of kind of surreal. We had a little walkthrough. Um, Friday night, relaxed, went to dinner with some of the guys. And then we uh, played the game. It was minus 12 degrees with a wind chill. Cold as hell out there, man. Bills got it done, though. 35-13. Everybody played well. It just seemed like it was uh, one of those games or it just seemed, you know, after the first first drive, they went down and scored on us. You never liked that. But, you know, they had a good game plan coming in. Well, to start the game, started figuring some stuff out defensively. You know, obviously the biggest thing was to be able to contain Justin Fields and, and not let him... Do what he does best, which is run the football. I mean, he could throw it, but, you know, he's been he's been meeting a lot of teams, meeting a lot of defenses, running the ball. So, really had to contain him. I don't uh, know if we were able to do that. You know, our D-line, you know, eating like they always do, man. Ed getting sack. Greg getting a sack. AJ getting a sack, man. DQ always going crazy. Matt going crazy. man always going crazy. Dane coming up with a big play, man. I was super happy for Dane. Coming up with a big hit, fumble. Tim Settle recovers. Big, big swing of uh, events in the game. But it was cold. It was freezing, man. It was cold. I keep saying some mindset it is, but I mean, you're out there on long play drive, and you start to your hands start to get numb. It gets it's real, dude. And I feel like I got some of my mom's genes because my hands once my hands get numb, I hate the feeling. Of your hands getting cold, so cold that when you warm it up, it hurts. Like that's a that's a terrible. Terrible feeling, but like I said, we got the dub. Coming back home was crazy. Uh, everybody thought we might be able to get it out or get out of Chicago the night before Christmas because we played Saturday, Christmas was Sunday. It was unfortunate, we got stuck in Chicago for the night. It was kind of frustrating, it was frustrating. You know, Everybody wanted to be home with their families. Sunday morning, our bus was supposed to leave at 7.45. Get on the bus, go to the plane. Get on the plane and the plane has a maintenance issue. It was just the last thing any of us wanted to hear was the plane had a maintenance issue. So we're sitting on the back of this plane for two hours. Two hours on the back of the plane. Everybody's hurting. Everybody just wants to be home. It's cold. I'm just tired of being cold. It's just always cold. I mean, two hours later, plane finally takes off. It's only about an hour, 25-minute flight or so. I think a lot of you guys saw we get back to Buffalo, and all of our cars are just filled to the top with just just underneath snow. Thankfully, there were some volunteers. Came out to help guys shovel snow just to get into their car. We got home at about 30, 3 o'clock. Bills win the AFC East, beating the Bears 35-13. to It seemed like the division was going to be, I mean, it was competitive, you know, throughout the entire year. You know, there's a lot of teams still up for the wild card. You know, I think the, the Dolphins and Patriots play this weekend for a big game. But, you know, the, the, the division is not what you want, ultimately. You know, you got to keep winning. It is nice to win. I think that's, like, third in a row. But we got to get that number one seed. And in order to do that, got a big test this week. They're all big, always big tests. Always big tests. But a big. This one's going to be fun. I'm excited for this one. Monday night, Bills at Bengals. I mean, two of the top teams in the league. Number one seed is important, man. Um, So, in order to do that, we got to handle business this weekend against a good Cincinnati Bengals team. Joe Burrow and the crew. You know what I mean, Jamar Chase, man, Higgins. They got some. They got some mixing, man. They got some ballers over there. They got some ballers, but we got some ballers too. We're gonna be ready to play. It's gonna be fun. Thank you. That is gonna be sixty degrees. I'm very excited to play in some somewhat of warm weather. You know, I think number one seed up for grabs. We control it. Bills control it. We want to control it. We want. We want the teams to come to Buffalo.
0: Offer valid on select AK systems through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.
1: Let's get to the next segment, Factor Cap, one of my favorite segments. We got Richard Sherman on the on the podcast today. Shout out, Rich. What do you got to say in regards to the Nathaniel Hackett firing? Sherman says, "When a signing like Russell Wilson looks as though it's monument a monumental mistake, a lot of people get fired for these decisions. It's gonna be hard to sell this team as constructed to a next possible head coach. I don't know, man. I, I feel like I feel like they got the right players and pieces. Like, I, and I feel like." A coach just has to come in, and, and I do feel like a uh, team success is all about culture. It's all about it's all about how how the team you know gels through adversity, through good times, through bad times, through 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 times that 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 maybe you didn't expect. I watched that game over the weekend. It's tough to watch the Broncos, man. Not a lot of energy out there. Not a lot of. Uh, you know, and you know, I got respect for a lot of players on that team. It just, you know, it just seems like there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, maybe a head coach come in and change the culture. I think the culture is just, you know, you got a 250 million dollar quarterback. You know, guys got to figure it out. You know, he just he, he kind of looks like he's he's a little confused out there. And you know, I hope he I hope he turns it around. I hope um, you know a new coach comes in and, and you know changes the vibes, changes the culture, um, lets the team believe that they can they can win. You know, I'll accept when they play the Bills. Yeah, you know, I think, yeah, uh, I don't know, I, don't, I agree with Richard Sherman a lot of times, but I definitely think, it's, I don't think it's going to be hard to sell the team, because they got, they got good players, they got good pieces around, and, you know, it's all about how, how a team plays together, you know, at the end of the day, how hard, how hard are you going to play for each other, how well are you going to play together, how are you going to handle adversity, you know. Oh, that all comes into effect. Next question, Ian Rappaport. He is on here. What's up, Ian? I think it's the first time you ever get here. Maybe second. Ian, he says, if there was ever time to hire full-time officials, now would be the time. Instead of hiring old retired refs at training camp, you would just get the real refs and they would get more reps. That is a fact. Why do we have part-time officials anyway? This is the NFL, the National Football League. Like, to have part-time officials to me is absolutely is absolutely insane. I know people are in be in the comments saying, oh, well, really was your... Your PA, and you know, I don't like why, like, figure it out. Like, these guys need to be paid full time, and there needs to be some accountability held. When you know, I, I got off the phone today, of, of my fine, I got fined for a hit when I hit Garrett Wilson. I got fined for that. Um, they fined me 10 grand. Okay, cool. I have to uh appeal it. So, the fact that I got fined and there was no flag thrown, who's being held accountable? Because the flag wasn't thrown. So that's where my questions come in. Like, who, you know, is it on my interception, it was like, you know, I made the I made the pick against the Pats. They called it an incomplete on the field. Okay, cool, whatever. Then they come back a week later and tell me that it should have been, the, the, the play should have been called, a, it should have standed as an interception. Well, that doesn't help anything for me now. Who's being held accountable for why it wasn't in the first place? So that's where I have questions, because... You know, it's, it's easy to come back after the fact and say, oh, this is, you know, this is what it should have been or this is what it ain't. But then if, it, you know, you do, where's the accountability being held? We're held accountable every time we step out on the field. We have part-time refs out there who, you know, decide maybe not to throw a flag or to throw a flag. And there's no accountability held, you know, on a bad call or, or a no call, you know. And so that's where I think that's a fact think we need to get rests that are full-time i stand with y'all rests so that you know you out here getting part-time i think it's crazy because i think it's also integrity to the game like this is my 10th year in this league like and i i have so much respect for this game and honestly sometimes it, it disappoints me to see the way some games are being called and you can even say you know manipulated just based off of a call that you know, should have been called or shouldn't have been called. You know what I mean? And it just, calls like that change the entire complexity of a game. So to me, I don't understand why they're not full-time referees. And I, like I said, I know somebody's going to be in the comments saying, well, you know, back in 2016 when the NFLPA and the, the league met, they decided to you are know, like, okay, whatever. You know, why why can't we figure it out? That's just that's just that's my question. <laughs> why can't we figure it out? Why can't we come to an agreement saying, Let, let's pay these guys full-time and make the game as fair as possible. So we'll move on to some of the questions that we have for the week. What are your thoughts on the NCAA college playoff? How would you construct it and why? I, th- I think I had a uh, conversation with my brother about this the other day. It's kind of ridiculous that there's four teams in the playoff. Like like one number 10 team couldn't go in and beat a number 2 team. Like, like you know, should it be. It should be kind of like the NFL. Put 12... You know, 14 teams in the, the, the college playoffs, you know, have the one seeds play the, the seven seeds, have the two seeds play the six seeds, have one, you know, or would the one seed get the bye, the two seed play the seven seed? Like, I mean, I, it'd be more exciting. I mean, you know, I just, you I think you would have to probably go to eight or nine games in the season because of the playoffs. And then you could still have bowl games, you know, for those who didn't make the playoffs, you think, like, why can't they play in the bowl? NCAA is gonna find ways to get their money anyway. Probably a lot of work for them. They don't really care. I do think it'd be a little bit more exciting to see. Oregon State in a playoff, because I feel like they would have made it. You know, a number uh uh a four uh probably a 14. They're probably gonna be ranked in the top 10 by the end of the year. But we'll call them a we'll call them a five seed. It'd be fun to see them play at TCU or Georgia in the playoffs. Man. Speaking of Oregon State, shout out to the ex. Clemson quarterback now transferring. I'm going to just say DJU until I figure out how to actually pronounce my man's last name. Uigalele. Uy- Uigalele. I think I said that right. I'm going to keep it right there. But shout out to the Bees man for landing that huge prospect. I'm so excited for this signing. Um I mean, the Bees already have a great run game and I feel like a quarterback coming in with the with the stature that he has and just the, the the arm capability that he has. I mean, he doesn't have to do too much. You know, they're going to run the ball, a little play action, a little boot, get him out of the pocket, maybe put him in some shotgun, man. A little run. I mean, come on now. Our defense is Coach Bray's out there holding it down. I can't wait to watch the Bees next year. Shout out to Bees, man. I'm glad you guys are doing well. Bray, I always tell you, man, I'm excited for you. Mike Doc, man, hope you guys are doing well, man. Merry Christmas to y'all. Question What are your thoughts on JJ Watt retiring? Ah, man. First Battle Hall of Famer um never actually got to meet him never actually got to speak with him i watch hard knocks though um i always find hard knocks the most interesting thing because you kind of get a sense of what the teams are like what other teams are going through especially you know they're doing a hard knocks like right in the middle of the year so and you know that arizona's struggling did you see the type of guy that uh jj watt is man he's a uh, he's a leader um you know of, of men and you know, that team is struggling, but he's he gets up every day, man. Puts his best foot forward. He's going out there still making plays. The age he's making, he's, got, he's been going through a lot. It's first ballot Hall of Famer, man. So, um, JJ, if you're ever watching, probably not, but, you know, respect your career, man. I've always been a fan of you. Um, hopefully one day get to meet you, just talk to you. You seem like a really cool down-to-earth guy. And that being said, um, I appreciate everyone for tuning in to the 11th Jordan Porter Podcast. The uh, 2022 season, the year, has come to an end. 2022 season is still, football season is still on a roll. Like I said, uh, Bills at Bengals Monday night. It'll be exciting. It'll be somewhat warm, too. I might not have to wear sleeves. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But uh, until next time, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you guys for hanging out. Um, We'll see you next week.